live at night with Smash Africa. What's up? 6 to 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday. Exclusive to 5FM. Live at night is the name of the program. 5FM is the frequency. I am your host, Smash Africa for the babies. On the radio Monday to Thursday between 6 and 10 p.m. Earlier on, I told you that we'll be chatting about sexual fluidity. So when it comes to sexuality, it's, it's a very important part of our lives. And uh, as we continue to, to learn about ourselves every day, these are content pieces that are important to have on radio and to empower others. Now, with sexual fluidity, which has been a hot topic for years now, um, many questioning what it means exactly and how it can manifest in our romantic and sexual relationships. And I am joined on the line by clinical sexologist and psychotherapist Katrina Boffard. Welcome to Live at Night, Katrina. Thank you so much for availing yourself to have this chat. Thank you, Smash. Thanks for having me. Katrina, first thing first, what is sexual fluidity? So, I mean, it's, it's a question that so many people often ask because I, I think that there is a little bit of confusion between certain sexual um, orientations or sexual preferences. So sexual fluidity is essentially sexual attraction that changes over time. But the way that I, I think it's important to kind of frame this is to explain something that I call or that, that I use in my practice called the sexual trichotomy. And the sexual trichotomy is kind of three different elements that make up our sexuality. That's our sexual identity, so how we self-identify or publicly identify. Then our sexual orientation is like who we are attracted to. And then our sexual behavior, and that's the sexual contact that we have. And sexual fluidity right. means that could, there can be a constant could, could change you, in this no. over time. Mm. Katrina, yeah. So for the purposes of the bars that you are dropping and the information and insight that you are dropping, I need to stop you as you are breaking things down, if you don't mind me doing that. Sure, okay. No problem. We can go a little so, bit slower so, here. <laughs> yeah, so the three parts you said sexual identity. We've Does sexual gender identity. apply there? Yes, of course, gender applies there. It's how we self-identify right. as a man or a woman or other, as non-binary. Right. And then sexual orientation, that's actually what we sexually orientate ourselves, meaning either, either heterosexual or homosexual or bisexual mm -hmm. or pansexual, correct? Yep, or, or sexually fluid. Or sexually fluid. So sex, sexual fluidity, fluidity falls under part of sexual orientation. And you mentioned the third yep. part when I cut you off. Please talk to me about that. <clears throat> I was talking about the third part, which was sexual behavior. So that's who we have mm. sex with. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. You can proceed. <clears throat> Okay, so, so essentially with our sexual fluidity, it's the capacity for change in sexual attraction. So it doesn't mean that it's, it, we identify solely as one sexual orientation. You know, you mentioned a few of them there, like heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, pansexual. Sexual fluidity means that we can change. They are not static. All right. Now, over the years, human beings have made it their business to know what other human beings' sexual 
preferences are, sexual lifestyles are about, etc., etc. Right? How do we now, in 2020, politely tell people to back away? <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. I think that the, the most important thing is having that confidence in yourself of who you are. So, you know, it's that idea of sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. If you believe in yourself and are confident in who you are, no matter what anybody else says, it shouldn't matter to who you are inside. What would, you, what would be your analysis of someone who says they are attracted to a certain gender, but don't mind having sexual engagements with different gender? Well, I think I'd bring it back to that, that sexual triangle that I was just talking about. You know, we unfortunately have, most of us have grown up with this idea that, that sexuality is kind of fixed and rigid. And so if you are, for example, a man like yourself, Smash, let's say you must mm-hmm. be, you know, you must be into women, so you must have sex with women. But it, unfortunately, that's not the case for so many people. There's the fluidity there. And so the way that I kind of analyze the situation is to look at the sexual triangle and, this, and say that these three areas, our identity, our orientation, our behavior, they don't always, you know, meet up so neatly as everybody expects them to. Mm, mm. And I can only imagine as, as a person, like, let's say me, for instance, I'm getting a lot of pushback from my community, from my family, because they're like, but your sexual orientation is this, and you are telling me that you sexual like you are sexually fluid do we now have to take time to educate people of how sexual fluidity works compared to how orientation comes into play and gender etc etc and as in in a in a in a in a society where it's conservative to even talk about sex still today how do we get people to just break free of those shackles, if, if you like. I mean, we're talking about it on radio. Of course, and I think, you know, these are such crucial conversations for us to be having because the more conversations about it that we're having, the more normal this topic of conversation is, and it should be a normal topic of conversation. It shouldn't be a topic of conversation that causes intense fear or anguish. It should just be something that we can discuss you know, between us as, as friends, on radio, family members. But I think the difficulty is that we so often are met with that kind of stuck, fixed narrative of what people expect us to be or what we should be according to society's ideas, according to what media says, according to what our grandmother says. And I think that that can be really hard when you're faced with that pushback when you're trying to stand in your own identity as somebody who, who doesn't have a fixed identity, who perhaps identifies as sexually fluid or non-binary. Mm, mm. And now in terms of fitting in, because we like boxing things as human beings, right? Of course. Where does sexual fluidity fit in when it comes to sexual orientation? And I want to stress this because you can fit in, in in terms of my understanding, and I could be wrong, anywhere, whether it's bisexual, pansexual, homosexual, heterosexual, 
based on what your sexual needs are at the time. But in terms exactly. of the realm of sexual orientation, how does it fit in? So I think it's important to remember that it's the, it, sexual fluidity involves the capacity for change. If somebody's identifying as bisexual, it means that that's quite stable, that they have that sexual attraction to both those who identify as men and those who identify as women. If somebody's identifying as pansexual, it means that they're, identified to, they're, they're attracted to a person, not a gender or a sexual identity. When we're talking about sexual fluidity, we're talking about the capacity for change. So it's not fixed. So somebody may mm -hmm. firmly sit in that box and tick that box, bisexual or pansexual, but somebody who's sexually fluid would say, well, no, I, I don't believe I fit into a box. I believe that I can move from this side to that side, you know, as and when I please and depending who I'm attracted to and who I want to be with at the time. And, you know, as, as, as we are, we are scared of change. And when someone boldly expresses that they can change whenever they feel, often people don't understand it. How do we understand it better when people say, I am for whatever, and it is none of our business to be in their business. Yeah, I think you educate yourself more. So I would always say to anybody who, who struggles to understand a concept like this, be curious. Don't just impose your opinions onto somebody, but be curious and educate yourself. Ask a person who's saying they're sexually fluid what that means, what that looks like. You don't always have to agree with somebody, but telling them they're wrong is, is, is really detrimental to this conversation that, I, as I said earlier, we're trying to normalize. So I think it's obviously so important to, to understand ourselves sexually, but actually what I think is most important is that we get understanding from others and perhaps curiosity from others rather than judgment or discrimination. Mm. Katrina, is gender fluidity a thing? Is, it, is there something like that? What do you know about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can we can be not exclusively male or female. And I mean, if you just think about some of the celebrities who identify as gender fluid, we've got um, the singer Sam Smith, we've got Miley Cyrus. I mean, these are just two two. I mean, um, even Will Smith's son, uh, Jaden Jaden Smith, they all identify as 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 gender fluid. And what that means is they do not see themselves as strictly female or strictly male, but kind of somewhere in between and like on a spectrum. And that means that they don't have to, you know, they don't want to or have to conform with gender norms and gender ideals. So as an example, just because Sam Smith was born with male anatomical parts doesn't mean he needs to conform to this idea of being male and he chooses not to. It's the same with Miley Cyrus or the same with Jaden Smith. I, I hope that answered your question. I think you pretty much did, especially with the examples that you chose. And like you said, in order for you to be informed and educated, you need to be curious and do the research and not be judgmental. Absolutely. It's the best thing you could do. Katrina, thank you so much for your insight and for your time. And I hope this conversation has empowered someone listening right now. I hope so too, Smash, and thank you for having a conversation like this on radio. It's so important and needs to happen so much more often. That's what I'm talking about. Chatting to clinical sexologists as well as 
psychotherapist Katrina Boffard breaking down what sexual fluidity is all about. And if you ask me, I think she actually did a great job at explaining it. And the good news is if you miss some parts of the questions and some parts of the answers, you can always peep it on 5fm.co.za by simply clicking on the catch-ups tab. Live at night with Smash Africa. What's up? 6 to 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday. Exclusive to 5FM.